0: Und was der Fichtel uns jetzt gleich sagen wird, das werden wir uns anhören mit von der Party, die Woodies.
1: We regrettably interrupt fishing with guns with a special news bulletin.
0: If you are wise, you listen to Kevin Gasman, A giant,
1: hairy creature, part ape, part man
2: And now, the moment you've all been waiting for Your pregame announcer, your pop singing sensation Gashman.
3: Gassman One of the carbon blobs from Sector 7G
4: Some people have said that you're retarded, not me
5: well, welcome back. It's Going Global with Gas. Man. Here on the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel. And we're hanging out here at the Yard Cigar Bar in Chandler. It's on Elliott. And we are just east of Dobson Road. And that's a week away. And it's actually being a really cool <laughs> acoustic night of music. And and also, um, artists will be out here. We're going to have some uh, cool stuff to look at and uh, buy. If you want to buy some stuff like Earth Skateboards. As we talk to Jason Navoir, uh, part owner of that company, Arizona Fog Wizards will be with us as well, and Best Clothing will be setting up. And we have Byron from Best Clothing with us right now. What's up, man? What's up, brother? How are you? I'm good, man. Good, good we, to see you. We have a, we have a, an int- we go back a little ways. We do be- yeah. because of your partner DL.
6: Yeah, yeah. How do you two know each other?
5: I know DL because I was doing well local music radio, and DL's in a band called Vex, which I encourage everybody to check out. V E X. They're an incredible. Uh, progressive rock band i guess you i don't know it's hard to explain yeah, yeah but it's really intricate stuff long songs too yeah which i like right we're all about we're all about long songs here
6: if they're good <laughs> and their songs are pretty good
5: there are some that you want to turn off i'm sure sure yeah what's your you have a favorite long song
6: <clears> hmm <throat> well being that uh I'll, I'll bartend every once in a while okay right? and if it's nobody's playing anything on the jukebox then i have to Something just so it's not dead right, yet, right? and
5: you want your, your quarter to go a long way, right? So you got that's
6: it, the bang right for your buck song. <laughs> that's what so. I well, it's
5: like, yeah, it's like when you request one for uh, when you're at a strip joint, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> can I get white lines, please? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> I don't know, like nice. Rhyme of the Ancient Mariners, a good one by Iron <laughs> there, Maiden, there, it's there like you go, right? 12 minutes long, you know, <laughs> can, can you do, uh, yeah, echoes from Pink Floyd, please? <laughs> sure, sure. So it's a slow yeah. one.
6: And Vex gets played on the jukebox too. They got one song. Oh, on do the they? Jukebox.
5: Nice yeah. man. Well, yeah, I, I love that band, and that they're actually going to be our guests on the twenty second of July, Heidi. Oh, really? So we're going to have. Vex. I didn't know that. Yes, now you do, and <laughs> it's going to be a really cool show because DL likes to get real deep in the conversation. Oh yeah. Yeah, so that's going to happen. Nice. I was kind of bummed
6: he couldn't come with me because he's he's far more entertaining to listen to. This,
5: I know. My... Well, I hit him up <laughs> about this, but it's all good, man. The Best clothing is who you are anyway. And let's talk about the company. How long have you guys been doing this?
6: Uh, DL and I started the company about two and a half years ago it had been two years in december is when we launched the website at thebestclothingcompany.com nice shameless plug <laughs> so yeah it's been about two and a half years and uh we've been getting to do a lot of events like next week you know we're going to come out and uh set up a tent
5: right and you're at a lot of shows you guys something. are always out at local shows. yeah being that we scene. both
6: kind of came up in local music right yeah. what was your, what's your background uh, I play in a band called Pelvic Meatloaf.
5: I know Pelvic Meatloaf. I, and, I've had you guys on my show a long yeah, time yeah. ago. Yeah, Do you remember that? Long time? Was it over the phone or was it in N- person? No, it was actually in person, but I it was, was probably a, rich. way up in North Scottsdale. It was a long really? time ago. Oh, like yeah. 2006, that would have been, 2006. Rich was probably two thousand seven. Yeah, Dude,
7: That's I remember right. seeing that band when I may have been underage at the <laughs> Nile Theater. Oh,
5: really? <laughs> oh, that was
6: a long time ago then.
5: Nice. yeah. Be like all right,
6: so,
7: no, I think it was an all ages show. Uh, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> you
6: weren't, you're you not in any trouble, honey. I promise.
7: <laughs> all
5: right. That's cool, man. So that's yeah. how you got gig, got going the the gig and the, of the clothing. What, what kind of, uh, art, what kind of, um, materials do you do? What do you do? You do shirts? You do.
6: Yeah, we have shirts and hats primarily, but then we do like yoga pants, uh, girls tops, you know, like, uh, Oh, I forget what they're called. Camisole type tops. <clears throat> and then, uh, wife beater type shirts we have sweatshirts jackets beanies hoodies sweatpants
5: can we can yeah. we go back to changing that term, or is that is that a, like not a good idea? Which? Wife wife beater shirts. Wife beater. That
6: yeah, crossed <laughs> my mind as, <laughs> as I was leaving my mouth. Tank I don't tops. Know, is
5: that like p- politically correct these days? Yeah, <laughs> Sleeveless. Not. Yeah. Sleeveless <laughs> I not? shirts. K- I'm just k- I don't know why it just popped We in call head. it we call it the lady beater. So <laughs> the <it> kind of. <laughs> That's a the, right? the husband that. beater. How about that? Yeah, yeah, it's right. a new age, yeah, man. Right. I'm down with that. <laughs> <laughs> Some guys have to pay for that. I'm just saying. Kind Other guys just leave the cap on the you know toothpaste off. Yeah.
7: We did have a woman run for president, so you know. Yes, we, did. we should. Yeah. call it, you know, the husband beater.
5: <laughs> right. We need to even it out. Yeah, yeah just like, the beater. You know. There you go. It's the beater. Fine. I like yeah, that. It's I, universal I guess, that way. It's very universal and very vague as well. You we know, right, right. open a lot of things you can beat.
6: <laughs> that's open another <laughs> can of worms there, bro. It's the beater shirt. <laughs>
5: yeah. a story. That's right. Nothing bro. before it. It's <laughs> just the beater yeah, shirt. Yeah,
6: we're not going to talk beater. anymore. Beater.
5: You like to beat. And moving on. <laughs> we like to get stuck on some conversations as well. Yeah. So, so, Byron yeah. from Best yeah. Clothing, where can people find you online and all that fun stuff?
6: Uh, we're at thebestclothingcompany.com. We're also on Facebook. I think it's forward slash thebestclothingcompanyaz. Uh, but if you go to our website, it's got links to all our social media. You know, we're on Instagram, too.
5: Right on. And you guys will be here at the Yard Cigar Bar. It's on Elliott, just east of Dobson and Chandler. And that starts mm-hmm. around 7 o'clock. And it's mm-hmm. an outdoor event. And there's going to be some live music. You guys will be set up so you can check out all your
8: yeah.
5: all your, your stuff you got to sell. And mm-hmm. uh, and even if you wanted to get sponsored or get, you know, not sponsored, but at least get something for you, you know, sure. for yourself, maybe your band or totally. business, whatever. And you're yeah. also down with that as well. Oh, yeah, of course. Do yeah. you
7: guys have any alien shirts?
6: No. But I'm sure if it was up to my partner, we probably will because he's pretty interested in that sort of thing.
9: Awesome.
5: That's the the price he has to pay to get on the show on the (laughs) 27th.
6: We have to have one done in under a week?
5: Yes. 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 (laughs) Okay.
7: And give me one. Well, I guess Kevin can have one too, (laughs) but it's more important I get one.
5: (laughs) (laughs) The funny thing is, is Heidi made two shirts for us, and neither of us are wearing them
7: tonight. (laughs) I know. I tried to find (laughs) it. It was buried in my laundry somewhere. Yeah. Uh. I did. I made aliens with gas shirts. Yeah, so. and they're actually really cool. So I aware? think
5: we're gonna we're gonna start making some more. We, yeah. have a, we have a contest out there for a few artists to design a new uh, logo for us or a new you know shirt design, design for sure. us. Sure, right. So that's coming in probably the next couple of weeks. So I'm real excited about that. So cool. cool. So, Byron, do you have any alien stories at all? Do you have any? Uh, no, man, have you I've never I seen totally anything. Or?
6: and I'm it's not that that I'm close minded to the idea of that. I just never had any experiences
5: are you disappointed that you haven't seen anything yet? sure yeah
6: because yeah? i haven't experienced anything supernatural either which i'm also open to the I ghosts or spirits stoked or? to see something like that right but, yeah
5: do you think because you're like you're expecting it you're never going to see it like Maybe. it always has to be like the people i never expected the only ones you know? that get experienced yeah. by that could be because yeah, you ever know. think about um life regressions you ever get like try to be um hypnotized to go back into life and see what you were in the past right i'd, when,
6: I'd be one to to think that that you would want to try it, right? Yeah, but I don't know if it would.
5: It could I work doubt on that you. Would work. See, yeah. that's what happened to me one time. Is yeah. that my my friend's mom was doing this for me, and I was trying to lay down. You get, you know, you're going deeper into your. I'm like, sorry, <laughs> it's not working. Yeah, try again. <laughs> it's <laughs> just not working. I sat there for like a half an hour, trying to like just get into this meditated state, right? And it just wasn't. I wasn't buying it. Maybe I wasn't buying it at that time, but it just at that point, I just. You know, well, Kevin, yeah.
7: people with strong minds cannot be hypnotized.
5: Oh, well, thank you. That's a compliment. Then. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah.
7: I got to give you one every once in a while. Strong means <laughs>
5: stubborn, too. I mean, you know, it goes both ways, I guess you can say. So cool, man. Well, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it's just the experiences that are out there that you want to see for yourself if it is real, you yeah. know, or give me something that, I, you know, Gives me Validated in my mind Right, nowadays, right. Otherwise yeah. I just have Independence Day the movie I mean Right I see, some, see
6: some really poor acting and, <laughs> No I guess I shouldn't bash on that movie but
5: That was good The was, second one Take it yeah. for what it was we I didn't, didn't even see the second one I didn't see it Read the book I <laughs> <laughs> uh, wrote the book the, after the movie Read the cliff notes of Independence right, Day yeah. 2 I think it's available watched, right now Watch the preview <laughs> Uh, Byron from Best Clothing. Again,
6: bestclothingcompany.com.
5: Bestclothingcompany.com. Thank you for joining us, man. Thanks for having me on. Right on. Absolutely, man. Again, this uh, next Friday, uh, the 14th of July, over at the Yard Cigar Bar on Elliott. It's just east of Dobson. And it's acoustic night going on. Uh, Saddie and the Scar Yard Bar. Give it up for Sadie. Yeah. And the the Yard Cigar Bar for putting this on next weekend. We're just teasing it up for you guys to yeah. give you a little heads up. There's gonna be some stuff to give away next week as well. So
6: yeah, it's looking like to be a pretty cool event. It's it something, will be something totally different from stuff we've done in the past. And this is a really cool place with a great ambience. So
5: right, I dig the outdoors. It really does feel like your backyard. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Byron hey, man. Thanks for having me, man. All right, you bet. We'll Thank take you. you. It's good meeting you too. All right, we'll be right back here. It's the Extraterrestrial Rock Show.
7: Aliens
5: with gas, man. What's wrong? Are you hungry? Sleepy? Gassy? Gassy? Is it gas? It's gas, isn't it? Jason Abora from Authority Zero is on with us as well. He's from Earth Skateboards, man. Thanks for joining the show, dude. Well, I'm happy to be here again, man. Good to talk to you guys. I know. I know. It's, it's unfortunate you are away from us, but you know, it's all good. You got a to gig tonight. Always, always playing. Always working. Absolutely, man. Right on. So I know next week here at the Yard Cigar Bar, you're going to be setting up your skateboards. And how long have you guys been in, uh, into doing Earth skateboards?
1: Uh, my friend my, well, my friend and my partner, Clay Lake, who lives out in Florida, uh, we've been doing our skateboards probably for about two years now, which has gone by pretty quickly, it seems like. But I feel like we've covered a lot of ground in that two years and collaborated with a lot of really cool bands and organizations throughout that time.
5: Right on, so was this something you uh, was, this, was this something that you were kind of like trying to get find something to get involved with or did, how did this fall into your lap?
1: Um, we kind of just had it on a spur of a random thought you know, we, we both grew up you know skateboarding, snowboarding, surfing all of it, and uh, we've been friends for quite a long time now too, and just you know, it's one of those things like when you're when I was growing up, I wanted to, my idea was to be a pro skater and use kind of along the same lines, and obviously that didn't work out we went different routes, but it's cool because we both have a passion for skateboarding and we love the idea of skateboarding and just how it brings everybody throughout music and art and uh, and everything else together. So we came up with the idea, like, let's start a skate company, and we just kind of did it without even planning a lot of things out or even designs. So it just kind of got started, you know? Right. And uh, from there, I just started talking to other bands that we were friends with and, uh, different again, different charity organizations because the idea behind Earth is, you know, it's a, it's charity-driven Skateboard company to where we work with uh, just different charities in general, and try and like make boards for them, limited edition boards, and then pretty much like, you know the majority of the proceeds before after costs are kind of put back from money spent on the actual decks themselves uh, goes toward the charities that uh, that we're working with, and also with same with bands, we do band decks, and then we ask the bands you know to um, raffle off their boards if possible, and then raise money for their chosen. Uh, charity organization that they want to work with just we know everybody has their own different thing they're driven you know driving toward and, and they care about so well
5: that's really cool man and as far as artists go are you uh, collaborating with others down the road for different designs or, or you got different uh you know ideas in mind
1: no absolutely we're always we're always coming up with new ideas and always talking to new, you know people along the way we've worked with uh very close friends of ours the love hope strength organization and we've done actual charity shows with them and We've done probably about three different boards for different events with them as well, and it's just really cool. You know, they work with the Warped Tour, and we did a Warped Tour board as well. That they're out there swabbing for DNA for bone marrow cancer, and um, what they do is they have per stop on the Warped Tour, they'll have all the bands as many as they can at least sign the board, and then they'll raffle off the board at the end of the day, which raises again the most money for that charity organization and that they can put toward it to help uh, finance a lot of the things. So. We've done them. We've done Music for Cancer, which is out of Northeast Canada. We've done shows with them out there and also made them a deck. And uh, we've worked with the Venomous Pinks here in the Valley. Um, we're talking to bands you know, bands like Strung Out, Pennywise, a lot of the other uh, bigger groups, too, to try and see, because obviously they got the uh, notoriety and they can raise more awareness and probably more for whichever they'd like to go toward as well. Right. And who's going
5: to say no, man? We'll find out. <laughs> right. <laughs> What's the uh, will find out real quick, yeah, I guess
1: so.
7: What's the most one of your boards have gone for on a raffle for a charity?
1: Yeah, I think level of strength is probably up there with the highest they've I think they've raised a close upwards of like hundred and sixty bucks for one deck on at one of their shows, so nice. it's just a cool thing that works through again, it works through and with music, and it's just a kind of a cool concept. it's so it's a fun way to do a skateboard company in general because you know it's again, like I say, we're not pro skaters by any means. So it gives it some very cool way to even present an idea of making a skateboard company, rather than just like, "Hey, I'm in a band and I started a skateboard company, going by my board." Right. You know, this is like a fun way to actually give back and and work within a music community and and uh, just I guess give back in general, you know, as much as we can.
5: Nice Earth uh, Earth skateboards, and as far as other names you threw out, which ones were they? Were which ones didn't make the cut?
1: That was the first one. It came. It was like we stuck with that one, dude. Nice. We had one that was called, I think, for a second, like Erovid, which was my just my last name backwards. That was something I've been thinking about for a while, but then what is it? Say it again. Uh, Erovid. Erovid. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah, it's just a war backwards. It was kind of a silly, you know, abstract kind of thing. With I plan on pretty much pretty much doing what I've, we're doing with uh, the earth stuff, which is you know a couple of the boards. I've done a couple of paintings, and we've done turn those into graphics, and it's a combination of you know again joining the arts with. The skateboard company and different artists as well.
5: Right on, man. And where can people find it online?
1: Uh, go to shredtheearth.com. It's actually more of a more of a kind of a promotional way just to kind of see how to get involved with it or even uh, check into it. But the way we're doing it with a lot of the bands um, is we're making the decks for them, and then they're going to be able to sell them online with you know their own websites as well. Because it's it's like I say, it's a limited edition kind of thing. We do about thirty decks per group we work with, and so it's it's not really a big purchase online kind of thing, but you can definitely find out more information about it on shredtheearth.com.
5: That's very cool, man. Uh, continued success with that, man, and we'll spread the word here on the show as well. So we'll have to have you in and wow. hang, hang with us. We'll uh, look at some of these designs in front of our faces. it would be nice to look at them. So, But you can see them next Friday right here at the Yard Cigar Bar, July 14th. It is the Acoustic Night, and uh, you guys are going to be here Earth Skateboards. And uh, thanks for joining us real quick on that. However, but we're going to ask you about
7: aliens
5: with gas man and so <laughs> so uh, alien with gas <laughs> yeah, yes. Jason, Jason DeVore do you believe in aliens have you seen any aliens
1: I've never seen one myself but I do think that there's it'd be stupid to think that we're the only thing in this entire universe that's on this in this giant area you know what I'm saying right so a- any impact on on
5: Authority Zero's writing or even Jason DeVore's uh, solo work is influenced at all by any uh thing uh, that's
7: extraterrestrial <laughs>
1: Yeah, probably. I mean, I've had some <laughs> late nights drinking heavily, and I'm sure I got visited by a couple people that have some influence right. on that.
5: You just don't know what songs do you want to go back and listen to maybe hear the uh, subliminal messages that are placed in there, right? Exactly.
1: <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't write any of this music.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody from another planet. <laughs> I dig it, man. That's right. Right on, Jason. Why don't you got a gig tonight? So enjoy that and we'll, uh, we'll have you on soon and uh, have a great night. Thanks for joining us.
1: All right, brother. You guys too, man. Take care. All right, you got it.
7: Thank you.
5: All right, cool. Bye-bye. There you go, Jason Devore, hanging out with us here on Going Global with Gas, man. On the VoiceAmerica.com variety channel, we're gonna come back. We're gonna have Johnny Gallons with us. He's gonna play some live music. And no, we're not playing music.
10: Yes, he you. He shook are. his head no.
5: He's like, "Of course he is." We got an audience it. now. What are you talking about? We have a crowd. They didn't come out here for us. They you came have, out here, for, you know. But it's all good.
7: You got to give the people what they want, Johnny, and they want you.
5: <laughs> we're gonna come back with Johnny Gallons. Get your guitar ready to go. And we'll talk more about next Friday's show here at the Yard Gar Bar. Welcome back. We're hanging out over at the Yard Gar Bar in Chandler, Arizona. It's on Elliott, just east of Dobson Road, where next Friday, the 14th of July, Acoustic Night will be happening with John Gowans, acoustic performer, and yeah. Haley Dye, along with Artists Earth Skateboards, Arizona Fog Wizards, and Best Clothing will be hanging out here next Friday, the 14th. Again, the Yard Gar Bar on Elliott, just east of Dobson. And uh, Friday night, the 14th, it starts at 7 o'clock, and it's going to be a lot of really cool people here because I know who's in all involved. Sadie's here, and of course, the yard, cigar bar people, Heidi.
7: I won't be here. Well, no, maybe I will be here.
5: Maybe you will. I'm going to be here. I'm going to stop by for sure and I'll come hang out. By. She'll be here in spirit. It's down the street. Yes, we'll be here in spirit. Geo's <laughs> our other voice in the vo- on the phone. On the phone, You're the other voice on the, uh, the microphone. Mic. Thank you. There you go.
7: The microphone check. Same difference.
5: geo has been on the show before, but a long time ago, not on this version of the program. So um, we're talking a little music. We're talking some aliens as well. So we want to know what your take is on that. But in the first part of this conversation, Driven is your band. <laughs> From Las Vegas, Nevada, and uh, now you're out here in Phoenix, just uh, scoping the weekend out.
9: Yeah, it's not that much different than here. I mean, it's, in
5: what way? It's hot as you know what. Well, so, weather-wise. Yeah. How about the music scene out there in Vegas? You know, there's a lot of playing on. You got, you know, the major acts playing all the time. You know, and you got to kind of wor- w- wiggle your way in the middle there, don't you?
9: Well, first of all, it's like a, it's a smaller market. So, I mean, a lot of people have this big thing about Vegas is a huge place or whatever, but it's actually a smaller town. And the local scene is uh, pretty small. Um, it's pretty compact, which is good. You know, you can play any number of places on the weekends. And um, usually, starting from like Thursday,
5: Friday, Saturday, and Sunday,
9: it's go with the local scene. So those I mean, are the nights
5: to play. Yep. It's every night there's always something going on. Every I mean, night. We, we kind of talk about this off air. It's like it's Vegas. Like every there's no school nights in Vegas. Nope. You know, no matter where you go, there's always going to be something happening, no matter what. Yep. Yeah. So, going out to a (laughs) bar and watching live music, there's always a place to see some live music. Absolutely. As far as the local scene goes, what are some of those that maybe someone coming out from a different city going to Vegas you know what, I don't want to see any strip shows. I want to see something that's off the strip a little bit. Right.
9: Well, you know, I mean, uh, there's the world-famous Vamped from uh, County Cars, um, you know, the Cokers. They own that. Uh, There's the world-famous Beauty Bar, which is downtown on East Fremont Street. Um, we got um, a couple other bigger places. Uh, they actually do uh, live local music at the um, House of Blues, which is in Mandalay Bay on the main stage, and also the uh, Hard Rock live on the Strip as well.
5: So, so a lot of places. there and, yeah. and, they're, and, they're, and they're, are they all open for you know all local or is it you know well I mean supporting? They give us our slots, which is really cool. So right on, man. It's awesome. Well, where can people find your music online? Because it's, it's, it's kind of hard rock. I mean, what would you describe your music?
8: Uh,
9: it's kind of like cross between um, um, Alter Bridge and All That Remains. It's hard rock metal, more towards the hard rock. And we're at uh, www.drivenlv.com. So you can hit us up there. Right on. And we're um, really excited to be uh, – we just did a show last night, actually, at the Beauty Bar uh, outside in 100-degree weather,
5: Great. which was awesome. <laughs> right on.
7: Hey, yeah, those are the, the best kind of shows to play. Oh, man, I love
5: them. I love. Them. <laughs> I love outdoor so, shows. So, being yeah. in Vegas, you know, a lot of alien kind of, uh, you know, history. You get the area fifty
7: one on. close and by. You and
5: I have talked about all that kind of stuff. Right. And, so living there, I mean, how often is it prevalent in your life as far as your day to day situation? You always see something that's alien related.
9: Well, no, not really. Not like in the community itself. But it's always out there because people know that, you know, they pretty much Area 51 and Nellis Air Force Base, they're all based out there. And so it's pretty much like a people think it's a hotbed, but they don't really get into it. So, I mean, it's not really
5: a conversational piece, but it's there, you know, so. So, what's your thoughts? I mean, you watch a lot of Ancient Aliens. It kind of got what what me got, got me into this whole you know situation. I was my favorite of, show in the world. I just watch it every Friday. I'd watch it. Oh, good, it's the marathon tonight. Exactly. <laughs> so you can go to, well, yeah. you right. go to sleep and wake up and it's still on. You go to sleep, wake up, and still on. Can tell how exciting my life. Yeah. Is. I'm
9: more into the history part of it on, in that particular show. But I mean, my first experience was when I was like eight years old. So ever since then, I mean, I had no doubt. What happened at
5: eight, at your, And where was the set This wasn't in Vegas was it? No it was in Orange County Orange so, County Yeah In the broad very daylight very heavily po- populated area Of Los Angeles Yeah County, broad daylight outside of Los Angeles Broad daylight Yep Eight years old And you still remember this so Yeah what, I still remember it Give us a scenario man Where were you well, at Well
9: I mean I'm just You know just going down the street My mom's driving And uh, you know you're just looking As a kid you're looking out the window And all of a sudden You see a spark You know that's exactly what happened I saw a spark Sparkle I guess yeah, in the right. air and i looked up and farther than any airplane i'd ever seen obviously at that age you don't really take those kind of things into consideration but when you see something that's abnormal it really sticks with you so i mean i saw a, a sparkling light like just like seemed like it was like way further than anything else i'd seen but it was there and it made some kind of strange movements and from then on i was just like oh my god <laughs> you know there's nothing anybody else really can say to me, as a personal, you know, as a person, right. that that was the only time you ever seen something. No, no, that was just that was the first, the first time. time. Yeah. So what was
5: the second time? Well, I mean,
9: <laughs> spill the beans, we dude. Do, we talked about that. Well, it was in Vegas, and uh, long story short, I was um, going into my graveyard shift uh, at Caesar's Palace on the Strip, and I saw about thirty, twenty to thirty black cars, just scrambling towards the Strip, Whoa. helicopters and everything, and um, then I saw. Like what seemed to be like impact towards the strip as well, and they right away as soon. As, and I was heading towards the strip to go to work, and right away they cut it off. So we had to go. A, we had to go a different route, really? and it was really funny. The strangest thing about it was that that next day I talked to some people down in the corridors of the basements of the, the you know the casinos that they all have, and um, I mentioned it to a, a, a buddy of mine, and he said, "Oh man," because he lived out by. Um, Nellis and he was like man that's the kind of stuff that happens all the time there's stuff that crashes in the neighborhoods and the cars come out and they stop people in the neighborhoods from you know congregating and checking out the stuff so I mean mean, a guy actually told me that he had seen a a car get pretty much just disintegrated right in front of him. Really? What?
5: A car disintegrated what? right in front of them. Something hit it. Disintegrated. Well, did we had somebody talk about Vegas and saying that there was a lot of uh, situations that always happen where
7: right.
5: the, the, the black cars would have to show up. Yeah. And- Shut down the neighborhood and
9: let me tell you blowing out I grew up in LA in the 80s and the Rodney King thing. I've seen all kinds of stuff go on, and I've never seen anything like that happen before. The experience I had going into you know, going into work that night like
7: it was, it was something they wanted to stop people from seeing. Not only that, but you could, feel the right.
9: you could feel the energy. You could feel when the there's, energy when there's 20 black cars rushing towards something. Out of nowhere, it's like I'm just like I was freaking out. I was going down Flamingo towards the Caesar's Palace. So. Right. Well. Yeah, so that was like ten years ago, two o'clock in the morning or whatever time it was. Crazy. So. Hmm. Yeah, so I mean, you know, it's Vegas. All kinds of crazy. Expect
5: everything, man. <laughs> All kinds of crazy stuff happens, man. Nothing could surprise you in Vegas. And I
9: wasn't drinking. You know, I was going to work. So All right, sure you were.
11: <laughs> <laughs>
5: Vegas. Remember, yep. no one has to know. Yep. That should be the new slogan. Vegas What what happens in Vegas Nobody knows (laughs) No one has to know Man Thanks Gio You're welcome (laughs) (laughs) All right So what we're going to do Is we're going to take a break Uh, Gio from the band Driven Give it up for Gio And sharing that story as well Appreciate that
8: I've been smoke that's where my money goes in my lungs and sometimes up my nose when troubled times begin to bother me i take
10: a toke and all my cares Go up in smoke Up in smoke Donde todo es libre There are no signs Que dicen no fumé so I roll un bomber, y me doy un buen toque and después I choke, and todo my scare go up in smoke Come on, let's go get high Up in smoke, that's where I want to be Cause when I'm high the world is low
0: Our galaxy itself contains a hundred billion stars It's a hundred thousand light years side to side It bulges in the middle, sixteen thousand light years thick But out by us it's just three thousand light years wide We're thirty thousand light years from galactic central point We go round every two hundred million years And our galaxy is only one of millions of billions In this amazing and expanding universe Oh, my God. Something's happening! Mm. The last
5: time I caught an odor like that was 11 years ago. You're really clouding the energy in this room
3: right
10: now. What if I told you I'd take you to a place you'd never been and do something to you that's never been done?
2: You got to check it out. It'll boogie woogie on your brain. Open your mind real wide now. now. <laughs>
10: I'm freaking out, man. You are freaking out,
3: man.
8: Guys, come up here. What
10: are those? What is he looking at? What is he looking at,
8: Bob? Come stand close to me, Jackson. Look at the lights.
10: Whoa, they're cool. Whoa. Whoa. What's happening to them? I don't know. What's happening to the lights?
8: I don't know, but they're moving really funny. Yeah. They're going back and forth. And then they're falling slowly.
10: It's what? Weird. Why are they doing this?
8: It's like something fell out of the sky.
10: Maybe an, an astronaut's plane. up there and he dropped something.
8: Maybe he did. What do you think he dropped?
10: Newspaper. What's
8: happening? He dropped some newspaper.
10: What's happening?
8: I don't know. Look, there's another one way up high. Look up above the tree, right where we were looking.
10: Oh, that?
8: Yeah. That one wasn't there before. What's
10: happening? I know what. Whoa! Happened. Something's falling. From
8: Look, there's more.
10: I know. Down. What, oh, I know. Way far happening. away.
8: Whoa, they're turning weird colors. It was, Whoa, those are being really it weird.
10: Was, uh, line. Please
8: don't say a ghost or a monster. Don't say a
10: ghost or a monster. It was
8: it's probably a ghost or a monster.
10: Oh, Scott scared me.
8: No.
7: Aliens
5: with gas, man. Yeah, that's a live witness testimony from the sighting out in Tempe back in November. We talked about this last week with Yod. Yeah, that's so. I I I wanted to have the kids, you know, interpretation of this because we don't really hear this too much when you have children taking a look at this and their, you know, what they're thinking, what they see. So what do you? Yeah, newspaper. I mean, of all things, (laughs) this light that came down was like this kind of a trailing light. There was about three of them. They were just dropping down from the sky, and they were zigzagging back and forth. And they just stopped, and then they were just hang above the horizon for a little while. And that's what these kids are looking at. So, as far as you know, having children looking at these, the, you know, <laughs> what would you, I mean? I know what you would tell your child.
7: Well, yeah, my you know. child would immediately be like, "It's aliens."
5: <laughs> she would know already. She would. Right, but I mean, as far <laughs> as what what else you tell your kids, you know, it's another paradox you don't want to get into our paradigm. Everyone look at mm-hmm. it. Just, you know, try to get down to that, you know, what is that? I don't know. Well, Why don't you know? What is that, you know? <laughs> you should know what it is, but we don't know. And that's why it's called a UFO. It's an unidentified flying object, you know, something we all have to believe in because you see it.
7: And we don't know what it is.
5: Right. But Frank here is uh, listening in, and we are hanging out over at the yard cigar bar out on and out in chandler it's on elliot just east of dobson as we're doing a live show here setting up for next friday the 14th as the acoustic night will begin, and lots of fun will be happening next Friday. But right now, we're talking some aliens, and Frank is in the crowd listening in. And you got a story, Frank? So thanks, thanks, oh yeah! Thanks thank for thank you so us. much for having me on your show. Yeah, man, I, I mean, appreciate that. Yeah, you're you're most welcome. And I, you know, we kind of threw it out to the question to the crowd. And you know, you're listening in, and you know, a lot of people are really hesitant and kind of coming forward with the story. But you're right on it, man.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. I actually want to start off with. Uh, I was invited here by Heidi. Um, I met her a long time ago when she was young. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh,
7: pelvic meatloaf
2: <laughs> I, 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 yeah, that's the funny thing I recall pelvic meatloaf no. <laughs> that, that, uh, that name just jumped to me I was like oh wow that's from back in the day Wow, how about that Yeah,
10: I saw you guys way back
2: but uh, yeah I did have a I did have an encounter and um, I'm not too sure exactly what time period it was it was somewhere either in the later 80s or the early 90s And this wasn't something that was just a light in the sky. People are like, oh, some strange lights in the sky. Look at the movement. But no, this was an actual spaceship. This is whether or not we created it. And I was watching something that we created, which is actually being kept from us. Or I did actually witness an encounter from an extraterrestrial being. Okay, so
7: where did this happen? Was it here in Arizona? So this is what is
2: the craziest thing, that it actually happened just over my head. It was right above my head. I was over at uh, 52nd Street and Cactus is my general area. Phoenix, Arizona. Yes, Phoenix, Arizona. And I was just sitting out in my tree, which I always sit out in my tree and listen to some tunes. And I would have never noticed it unless I looked at it because it had absolutely no sound. But I saw this absolutely vivid structure that... uh, I'm sorry but I'm blown away by what I was actually witnessing. It still leaves that kind of mark yeah, on it me. leaves that wow. kind of impression. It was was so like unbelievable that I was just so, I was kind of stunned by it at the moment. Okay, and so how <laughs> far above your head was it? That's that that's a difficult thing because we can determine how far something is from uh, latitude from the plains. So it's hard for me to tell how high up above it was, right. but I saw tremendous detail that actually I thought it had to have been close. And how big was this thing? So from what I saw it was uh it looked like it wasn't enormous. It looked like it could have been a close that actually might have been 500 to maybe 1,000 feet ahead of me, above me. Okay. And um, so the spaceship was triangular shaped and it had lights in each area, each corner of the triangle. had absolutely no sound and it was just hovering above me. And I, I was asking myself, why are you hovering above me? Is this for me? Right. Or why are you on this property? Why are you hovering are, right above right my was, head right on this property? And so the very first reaction I had is I got to run inside and I got to grab a camera. I got to take a picture of this thing. But then another side of me is like, if I walk off, gonna I'm not going to see what it's going to do. I mean, I want to see whether it's going to take off, whether it's going to disappear, whether right. it's going to land, whether it's going to beam me up. I have no idea. So, wow. so I stayed there for the, for the moment and just watched it and just gazed at it for a while. But the interesting thing is when people ask me what happened afterwards, I can't tell you. I don't know whether I did go actually inside and grab a camera and missed it when I came out. Or whether, as obscure as this may sound, maybe I got beamed up and they like wiped out my mind. Except the one memory that I have of actually, actually witnessing the ship. Like being in it? No, just the witnessing from below and looking up at it.
7: Right, like seeing How long ago did this happen? So So it was somewhere
2: between either later 80s or early 90s. Wow. And I heard things about the Phoenix Lights, and that was in 97. Right. And so that was a later period. There's no way that I saw it in the 97 period. But yet I've... You know, back in those days, there was no internet. I couldn't research what I had seen. I couldn't kind of, like, get anybody to tell me what I was witnessing at the time. Right. So... I just kind of kept it to myself, told a few people, thought, oh, they're going to think I'm crazy, and they did. And so, so pretty much later on when the Internet did come around, I did look it up, and I felt like I was being conned and being told that it was actually one of our, our aircraft. Right. And this is what it looked like. And The, the triangle with the three lights on it. Yeah, there. exactly. Yeah, and they tried to, tried to show me a craft that was from above. Here's what it looks like. And it's one of our... Vehicles, Right.
5: Right. The TR or whatever it's called. Right. Yeah. We last exactly. week, I think. Yeah.
2: yeah. With the ode. Yeah. And
5: I feel like I'm being sold a line of crap,
2: pretty much, because. Well, what makes you think about
5: that? If it is well, a one of ours and you're seeing something fly in the air or at least stand still in the air with no sound whatsoever. Right. That's the part of it. like, give me some of that, man. Yeah, exactly. I don't that's see. That's what you want. I, I don't, want. I want some of that.
2: I don't see that today. Right. I don't see any crafts that actually just hover, have no sound, have lights configured as the way they do. Right. And so I'm thinking there had to have been an extraterrestrial experience for me at that moment. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. No, it's, it's mind-blowing, actually. Yeah. Was that the only yeah. one you've seen? Crazy enough, I'm waiting for another experience, and yeah. that's all that I've seen. Are I may you all- see lights in the sky and stare at them for a while, and I'll eventually say, you know, that probably is just an aircraft. But so, yeah, are you fixated like on
5: that. looking up in the sky now?
2: I am. I absolutely am. I'm dying to see another one. Right. Dying to experience it again. I'm dying to find some of the, some of the places where they say it's common to see these spacecrafts and go there. But um, yeah.
7: When you say you saw detail, like what was the detail yeah, that you saw? Yeah, that's actually great about
2: that because when I was looking at the underneath of it, I actually could see lines running through it, like it was a, like a computer motherboard of some sorts. It had lines everywhere. And, of course, I could see the three lights. And it just seemed like it was close. Like I say, it seemed like it was probably 500 feet above me. It was just... Oh, my gosh. I wish I could have grabbed a picture of it, but no. unfortunately...
7: Or you can, like, beam yeah. it out of your mind into a photograph.
2: <laughs> yeah, any of those. Believe Any me. of if, those. If you, whatever <laughs> and camera put you guys right there at that yeah. very moment... And look at what I was looking at. I, well, I guarantee whatever camera
5: you would have grabbed would not have been good enough. Right. To <laughs> that's what I always see. It I, been I don't.
2: Just... I don't see anything as detailed right. as I saw. For whatever reason that eyes, is, man. whether they destroy it on the camera or right. whatever they do to it, you always see blurry things. Or you,
5: yeah, it's never really something that's super sharp. It seems it's right. you know always photoshopped. At least even back then it looked kind of awkward. Maybe it just does not look right. You know. Right.
2: There's some way that you can imagine that somebody
5: photoshopped it or faked it. Right. Like lock this monster. Yeah, well. The I light kind of part of it. Monster, that was but. some early-ass <laughs> photoshopping, man. I'll tell you that much. Uh, the,
7: the light part of it, how would you describe it? Like, how were the lights? Because, you so know, we like have in, halogens. Yeah, and, the
5: light like. is
2: interesting in the fact that it didn't protrude from the ship itself. It's almost like you were looking into somebody's window, and you could see that there's light there, but it doesn't. Come away from the spacecraft.
5: Is it dull? Is it just kind of sit there? I
2: mean, so it wasn't like I actually projecting believe, light. yeah, it's not like projecting or coming down. As far as when you say dull, it almost seemed to me like it was in a relaxed state hmm. that it actually had a potential to display much more powerful light. That was my interpretation of it. It was actually very kind of dull, dull enough that I could see the outline of everything that was underneath the ship.
5: Wow. Wow. Well, obviously, like I said, it left a mark on you since then. Yeah, it forever has. And I I keep on thinking I'm going to have another experience.
7: Dude, it's leaving a mark on me right now.
5: (laughs) (laughs) It's another uh, notch in the proof belt. Well, Well, and it's
7: our area, you know, like we have so many experiences here and people who have experiences and,
5: you know, people should
7: just pay more attention, man.
5: I mean, this being a kind of a hotbed of, yeah, of of sightings and of, of rituals way back when and... Yeah, man. Thanks for sharing your story. Yeah,
2: yeah thank I you. feel like like I wish somebody could tell me what the
5: heck I saw. You know? Don't we all wish <laughs> that, man? That's what we're all waiting for. Yes. Exactly. That's what we're all waiting for. I mean, you know, if if it is a government vehicle, where did you get this information from? how did you even figure this out? Right. And why are you hiding it from us? Why are exactly. you right we were you know, not giving us this?
2: And why why was this so long ago? And right. Why don't we see this technology today? Still doing today? It
5: right. Well, the sad part is that they've actually had, I mean, since the turn of the 19th century, They had electric cars. I mean, they had cars running on electric. They literally had that. It was going on. They had cars running on hemp. Ford was building cars. I mean, mean, it's it's legit. It's real. Look it up. I mean, but all that gets thrown away to the side because, well, you can't have that just yet. Can't have an awesome life just yet. We're not just there yet. You know, like Yod said last week, society of scarcity. And not of abundance, where it's it is of of abundance because there's plenty for everyone as we speak right now. Right, and I've and heard about the cars that
2: run on salt water, and we certainly have an abundance I mean, right. about that. And
5: right, right, exactly. I mean, it's it's out there for us, just being not available for us. Right, that's the rub, man. <laughs> for whatever reasons. It is. <laughs>
2: Thanks, Frank. Yeah, Thanks, I guess Frank. I had one question. I had Heidi. What got you into this?
7: Uh. Did you have a <laughs> sighting? I mean. Um, the first time I saw um, anything, I was very young, um, and it was in the desert of Arizona. Big okay. lights shining down through windows in this weird place we lived out in the desert as a child, and I've seen had multiple sightings in my life, like always... Kevin's always like, Heidi's the one who sees him all the time. And <laughs> yeah, she's I mean, really
5: open to seeing him all the time. Even, I'm the same as you. I'm like, or you know, even Byron when he was like, I want to see something. I'm like, I want to see something right. too. I, I, I mean, when I was 19, I think I saw something a long time ago. Right. That was it since then.
7: I mean, even just this past Mother's Day, I got stuck out on the highway um, coming back down from uh, Prescott because there was a horrible accident. Fortunately, everyone was okay. And I had I saw three things in the five hours I was sitting there. And I had everybody who was stuck. You know, we're all stuck.
5: <laughs> I had everybody
7: like looking up, like, "Oh crap!" And I'm like, "Hey, check out this radio show I'm a part of called Aliens with Gas." They're <laughs> <laughs> promoting. At the same I'm time. they there promoting. What I see <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> weird stuff. But I mean, I saw stuff zipping around out there, and these people were just like, uh, you know, they couldn't say anything. So, have I right. been abducted? I don't know. Maybe. Right. I don't know.
2: I'm always... I'm just like, weird. Well, we people, don't know. Always, people always say about the, the flares. Right.
5: No. No. When you see something, that is not a flare. Right. Well, some sort of the stays in the air, like this the one we were talking about at the start of this segment was... These things drop from the sky as if they were almost parachuting down. You can see right. those, you know, nighttime parachuters, but these were not going all the way. They weren't steadily yeah. falling. They were actually like stopping, and even right. one moves the other way up, it right? Goes opposite and direction. If you,
7: if you watch those skydivers, and I have personally skydived, dove, skydived, <laughs> been <laughs> yeah, several like times, and um, you know, I haven't used the jets or whatever, but. Having watched videos of skydivers doing that, these lights showed none of those
5: characteristics. Right, it should just be dropping. Right, should be right, exactly. And
7: they'll go like vertical for a little bit, but I mean, not for that amount of time.
5: Right, we're not buying the swamp gas excuse. No we're swamp not, gas, man. That's done. That's over. Right, weather balloon. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on, man. It's 2017. You got no weather balloons. balloons,
7: man. We're too smart for that. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly.
5: <laughs> that's it, man. The jig is going to be up when there's enough people, enough eyeballs to see something that's undeniable that you can't you know def- you can't defend it's what it is Without there it question. is what the hell is that uh, exactly. tell us tell us government tell us everything
1: <laughs> the we can handle it <laughs>
8: some
5: of us can but if they want population control it would be great to tell us the full truth <laughs> 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 I think people will take right. care of that self the selves, if you know what I'm saying alright Frank thanks man I appreciate All right, it alright thanks again Thank you, so Frank. much for having me on your right show right on I appreciate it right on alright the extraterrestrial rock show Aliens. With gas. Man. Yeah, hi, I'm Johnny Lee. I'm going to be
12: here. It's Friday, the 14th of July here at The Yard Cigar Bar. This is one of mine. It's called What You Feel.
10: How do you do? Yeah, you. It's been so long. So what to do, it's all on you, to survive and be strong, be strong, it's what you feel alone, it's everything that makes it all seem real, pleasure and pain, it's what you feel It's what you feel So here I am Beside you So what's your plan? The good and bad What troubles you? Maybe I can lend a hand Take my hand, it's what you feel, alone, it's everything that makes it all seem real, pleasure and pain, it's what you feel, it's what you feel. It makes it all seem real Pleasure and pain It's It's what you feel It's what you feel It's what you feel It's what you feel It's what you feel
5: Yeah, you, you're you awesome. done? You want to play five more? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe ten more. <laughs> good hey. job on the song, man. Hi, guys. It's good to see you guys again. Yeah, man, absolutely.
12: I dig the music, man. Thanks, guys. I, I dig the tunes. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. I'm going to be here next, uh, next Friday. I'm yeah. really looking forward to it. I stopped in here a couple weeks ago. And saw their first uh, show here, and I was really impressed. It was a great crowd, and uh, it was just an awesome night. Yeah, man. I'm looking forward to doing it, and I'll be playing, I think, 90 minutes. <laughs> straight through, no <laughs> breathers. Nice. All originals? Um, I might throw a couple covers in there. You know, I want to bore people with stuff they might not
5: know yet. Well, so. it's pretty important. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think, though, when you play in front of a crowd, especially people that aren't there to see you, in a sense, you you have to kind of throw the covers out? Sometimes, you know, because if you throw, right. throw a cover out and,
12: and relatively do a good job with it, they'll pay attention to your your stuff and say, well, you know, you he. That song, I like that
5: song, and right? Who plays they, that one? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do play some obscure stuff, <laughs> right. so. Yeah, well, no, what I'm saying is like they'll mix your songs in and make me think that's an actual cover itself, too.
12: Yeah, I find yeah. man, <laughs> that wouldn't be bad. Then I'd actually no, that's be getting what paid. I'm saying. like, right,
5: <laughs> like, that song was really cool. Who sings that one? It's like, no, that's mine, man. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I do. Yeah, cool, man. So Johnny Gallen. Uh, we we go we go way back, by the way, Heidi. And, uh, and so John's been on the show many times. Yeah. And, and I know we <laughs> we've talked uh, we've talked the extraterrestrial life with him too. He's you know he's seen a few things in his life. I'm he's a believer it. for sure.
12: I don't know. Jason was on the fence there. I don't
5: know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I think I mean on the phone it's kind of tough to put somebody on the, you know yeah. on the spot on the phone. I
7: think he was scared.
5: If yeah, well, if I think you'll... he said the right thing. We're definitely
12: not alone. You know, it's it's obvious.
5: It's, right. What do you think like... stands out to you as far as evidence in your mind that keeps it to like just the vast numbers i think you know of what
12: just the, the numbers of, uh, the, the size of the universe it's right. just the, the numbers add up to the the point where it's impossible not for not there not to be anything else out there right. seriously it's, it's impossible
5: you've seen so, something right you've seen you yeah, see some things i had a few <laughs> you see some, some things life. over by
12: south mountain yeah yeah i've yeah. had a few things happen since i've been out. i've been in arizona about 10 11 years yeah and i remember i was living up in uh Ahwatukee, up uh desert foothills area and it was just a, I had a weird experience up there it's kind of an orb thing and and a dream and i woke up and it wasn't a dream and then i talked to some locals up there i actually drive ubers sometimes i drove a kid up there one night and they're like did you grow up up here man he goes yeah and he goes, did you ever see anything it was strange and he started going about the orbs i'm like oh maybe that wasn't oh, a dream then whoa. so yeah and you're like
5: wait i saw <laughs> some orbs." i
12: saw something you know? come i saw something leave i have no idea what happened while i was there so
7: like i lost some time
12: as well so it was interesting
7: like over South Mountain? or Yeah,
12: if you go all the way up, you know, up where Rod Stewart used to have a house up on the mountain up right. there. And I was down in an apartment complex right at the bottom there when I first moved here from Florida. But, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff out here. Sedona's a hotbed as well. It's right up right up the road. There's all kinds well, of we just had strange a, things.
5: Last week we had our guest on the show, Yode, from the Sarah Robinson Band, and they were talking about lights they saw back in November over in Tempe. Was it kind of Tempe, Phoenix, where
11: yeah, it was- McDowell
5: Mountain or uh, McDowell Road is, where the armory is? Yeah, yeah. He said there's yeah. some lights, and there's actually a video, and you can check it out on our page, the Aliens with Gas oh, very page. Very cool. But you can see it, and it's interesting because these lights just drop from the sky, and then they kind of stop. And these are big lights, and they're just kind of glowing in the, sp- in the sky. <laughs> and then Yod said the next couple days...
7: That there was a whole bunch of other videos that popped up of the same incident.
5: Well, yeah, and plus the so it's Apache... Like a mass sighting then. That's yeah, Well, the incredible. Apache uh, helicopters were out the next day. Oh,
7: that's right. Oh, scouring the area the mm.
5: next two days. And he said they're at like the 50-foot level. Fifty yeah, foot to hundred feet. Yeah, they were. So I mean, you got to go wonder. Do you think, in a sense, that these orbs are coming up from under the, the ground? Are they from underneath? Are they popping up from underneath us? Yeah, anything is possible. It really right. is. You have to keep an open mind. Because, well, they, yeah. right because when we had we were over at uh, um, what was the UFO Congress over where was that over, over uh, at
7: Week-O-Paw Resort? No, up in Resort in, uh, Fountain Hills.
5: We had talked to this, these uh, natives there, and they had said they there's stories of unidentified flying objects flying into the creek and disappearing into the water just kind of like flying into the ground basically with no splash no nothing just going in and <laughs> yeah, gone. Yeah. I mean these are all for you know I don't know the folklore or well, not, but and all the stories that are out there.
7: Out at Saguaro Lake I've talked to a couple of people that are out there all the time and uh, they've seen orbs just come down into the lake.
12: Wow. Yeah you know not everybody's crazy too a lot of people have seen things like literally literally millions of people across the world have seen things they're not all crazy i mean right. so there's definitely
5: something going no, on
7: no we're not crazy
5: <laughs> <laughs> that's why we need more people to see them yeah no doubt <laughs> or admit to.
7: that they've seen them
5: right yeah yeah all right man well Aliens. that's cool you know with gas mm-hmm man <laughs> it's the extraterrestrial rock show Johnny Gallons is telling us a few stories <laughs> or bringing not. the truth out here that's it yeah you've seen well you've you've talked we had you on before and then we got you talking after the show is over so I don't know how how far you want to get into the uh, yeah the, the, the area, a few things but yeah <laughs> I told you one there's you a couple th- other things but th- things know. that it's, follow you
12: man. I actually feel fortunate to have actually experienced a few things because mm-hmm. my mind is open now you know and you know in the past when I was young I was like yeah whatever I just you know just kind of
5: What was it for you though? These
12: people are crazy, but they're not crazy. Okay, but
5: you know, we we all we all watch the sci-fi shows. We all have the you know at least the inclination that there is a possibility of alien life in space, but you know those are sci-fi. It's fake TV. It's just made up. Means nothing. So I don't believe anything that's really out there until you see something that's really out there. What was for you that defining moment?
12: Probably that thing that happened to me up in the mountain there. You know that orb that came and left. it. It was just strange. I have no reason to have a dream like that. And uh, what I didn't mention is when I woke up, my heart was literally pounding out of my chest, like I just ran a marathon, and I was in a deep sleep. So it was really strange. Wow. Yeah, I'll never forget it. So, yeah. so it was interesting. They, I blew it off like they could possibly have been a dream, you know. Right. But then I talked to that local kid that grew up in that area, and they said oh, that happens up here all the time. That's the area where they call the sky people actually have been visiting for years in the Wild Horse Pass area. So you know the natives are just you know they <laughs> they laugh and say, "Oh, you mean the sky people." So it's been happening for hundreds of years,
5: right? Well, what's up the area by Mountain Graham where they were doing the? They have those ancient ruins down there too.
7: Um, I don't remember what it's called. It's on the called. way to Tucson, but it's yeah. on the back
5: road and stuff. I don't know, but it's got a there's a temple out there. It's a little area that's like legit temple thingy, that's supposedly made for aliens or for beings of. Beings not of this earth.
12: <laughs> I haven't heard of that one. You have to <laughs> research that one. It's in our backyard too. Well there's a lot
5: because Mount, I don't know if you guys know this. We have a we have a live studio audience here at the Yard Cigar Bar off of Valley at just east of Thompson Road in Chandler. <laughs> so we're we're
8: <laughs> Thank, hey, yeah, guys. Let's,
5: hear, let's hear it out. There are people here. Where was I going with the story?
7: Okay. I have no idea where you're going with the story, Kevin.
5: <laughs> what I'm saying is Mount Graham out near Tucson, they're on top of the mountain there. There's an actual uh, observatory that is owned by the Vatican. So we did a whole story on that. Oh, you're this. talking
7: about Lucifer?
5: Lucifer is the name of the telescope. It's absolutely 100% legit. I'm not lying. I am telling you exactly... How they fudged the word Lucifer into a telescope name? Just read it; you'll it's find it's totally out.
12: bizarre. You know, it's I hear they have it like armed guards all around it up there too. So.
5: Right, but what they were saying is that in that whole area, in that part of Arizona, is so dark, it's one of the most prime areas on this planet to look for alien life or look for any kind of space life, and, and to just observe the scar, the so sky. What's the, the sky. church looking for? What do you think? The, well, what they're looking for is an alien savior. Uh, yeah. yeah.
10: The, That's, the, what the they said. In. That's
5: what they said. That is
7: actually what oh, they tell said. Me, here it comes. They're looking for an
5: alien savior. <laughs> Everyone's laughing. Uh, <laughs> you think about it though, wouldn't the church have to be in on this too? You know, yeah, like if, if something up, is if, if something's up, and you know they have to know and tell their people before, like the government tells their people, or something else happens. You know, like who's going to spill the beans? And. You know, who's going to believe the beans, you know? Are they going to grow into beanstalks or what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who? maybe they do. Maybe they do have magical beans. We don't know. They're not going to tell us. They have flying machines that don't need uh, to be plugged in. Or, Zero point
12: energy on that. Right. right.
5: I mean, that yeah. stuff's out there. So you think that the Vatican, you need to think that the Catholic Church would be on top of what's going to be coming our way. You know, they say that a planet might be hitting us in October. This is the Nibiru planet, or Planet X, if you will. This is a a theory that's been tossed around for quite some time.
7: The planet is almost always hitting us.
5: But, right, I mean, something's going to hit us, but, you know.
8: (laughs) (laughs) not some sense (laughs) into us.
5: (laughs) So just lay back, man. Just chill out and and enjoy the ride, you know. If it happens, it happens. It's out of your control in the first place. So that's the only way you have to really (laughs) approach it, you know, because we have no control over it. But we do have the thought control over it, so we can think about how it's going to happen. But if you really think about, like again, going back to the Catholic Church, if they figure out that this maybe an asteroid's coming or something, they can be prepared and tell them ahead of time. They can right. tell people ahead of time what's coming. They can be, you know, that way people won't freak out, you know, thinking that the aliens that are popping down are just actual angels who are. Yeah, that's just so so many possibilities. The rabbit there hole really can go, and, we, <laughs> and maybe we'll get more into this when we come back. But uh, I will think that's enough for a moment. Do <laughs> We can all take a moment. We can all chill out for a second, you know? <laughs> Ponder that
12: thought for a second.
7: <laughs> Good <And> job, Kevin.
12: <laughs> Maybe some of these guys have alien stories. We here, do. Right? We have some of has yeah. got alien stories. Oh, so we'll fantastic. Hear... I can't You're wait. are going to share, I hope.
5: Yeah. Nice. We're definitely going to hear from him, nice. too. Anybody want to hear it. Even a question about it, we'll try to answer your question. We're not professionals on this. You don't need a GED to... to talk talk aliens so you know that's where we're coming from right
7: (laughs) (laughs) whoop-dee-doo what does it all mean aliens
5: (laughs) with gas man (laughs) special requested music uh, from Sadie Pennywise alien very cool call man yeah man I'm happy you said that song because you know here at aliens with gas the extraterrestrial rock show (laughs) we like to find songs that we don't play twice
3: See how I
5: did that? Right. So the thing is, is, you know, we haven't really jumped into that, you know, uh, the punk rock or, I mean, we play the Ramones. We've kind of gone once in a while there. But, you know, here at Pennywise at Asanka Alien, I I dig it. Uh, Thank you for requesting that, man. Absolutely, man. That's what it's all about. So we're hanging out here at the Yard Cigar Bar in Chandler Run Elliott just east of Dobson Road. And Friday the 14th, that's next Friday, that's this Friday coming up, there's the Acoustic Night featuring... We got a few Haley Dye and John Gowans, Johnny Boy. Yeah, John was on the show earlier tonight too. So he's awesome. Yeah, man, we I love like him. Uh, we we love this place. <laughs> the Yard is an, an amazing little joint, man. Well, thank you very much. And Bill, is, that's Bill right there. I was just going to introduce
4: you, Bill, one of the owners of the Yard Cigar Bar out here in Chandler. So congrats on the place, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I appreciate everybody coming out tonight and hanging out with us. And I appreciate you guys doing this uh, broadcast here tonight.
5: Yeah, and we appreciate you letting us do this here as well, man. It's a lot of fun. Live. Very first one. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's a big deal. Well, we I, we like popping cherries, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we do that once in a while, you know? It happens, it happens. But you know what's Funny. fun As long as it's not alien cherries. <laughs> we'll get into that, all right? Well, do they have
3: cherries, though?
5: <laughs> good, good question. We don't know, right? They don't have ears. Frank? Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Next Friday, well, uh, Sadie, you've you've been putting on a show already here at The Yard Cigar. The next one's going to be next Friday, the 14th. Correct. You have a few vendors coming out. You're creating a nice, fun scene, a little bizarre kind, if you will. And The Yard Cigar Bar really offers that kind of space, which is great. When I was
4: first here, it just, I mean, it immediately had backyard feelings to it. That's the total look we wanted when we went into this, man. We're, we're jeans and T-shirt guys. We just like to drink good beer and smoke cigars and uh, listen to good music. So that's, that's exactly it. Yeah. It. i'm glad you said that because that's what we were going for
5: yeah but it has a field there's no doubt about that so going into the cigar world
4: you know, Cuba was just open for a minute, now it's closed, is that correct? God, I wish I had a dollar for everybody that asked me that. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it is, it, it, the way they did it, man, is it, it's, it's, they allowed you to now, it used to be you could bring in as an individual, you could bring in $100 worth of Cuban cigars into the country, into the, back into the United States. The only thing that they've done is they've, they've made that from $100 to now $800. That's the only thing that's changed. Wow. Yes. Hmm.
7: But how many cigars Do you get for $800
4: It depends on the brand And it depends on What type it is What size it is Most people don't realize I mean Cuban cigars Are very expensive You go to Cuba And stuff like that It's not unusual To spend $35 to $50 Per cigar Right But they have their Their Walmart line too Don't they yeah, they do have some amount of economy lines. Yes. <laughs> right. You yes. know, the $25 uh, ones. 20 those bucks. aren't the ones really talked about. And uh, <laughs> yeah, everybody thinks that this Cuban right. cigar thing. Don't get me wrong, man. They're great. They are. It's just 50 bucks for a cigar is That's a lot, little man. but much so to choke.
5: Let me ask you this being a cigar aficionado. Well, let's not go that far. Okay, well, you like cigars. You enjoy them. <laughs> yes, given, I do. I'm sure you've had a, a Cuban cigar. I've, I've had several. Okay, so in your opinion, is it all that? It's hype really see that's what i kind of figured it's just you know forbidden, I mean, sure the forbidden the fruit
4: what you can't have you want right and once you have it well then you realize that eh, it's not what, not all it's worked up to be
5: right so how much of a cigar smoker do you have to be to realize that this isn't a, the top of the line.
4: Well, you know, you uh, you basically get about half or three quarters of that cigar down, and realize that fifty dollars is now out of your pocket. You're going to realize it real quick, right? You, know, you can <laughs> you can get uh, you like can I'm get saving up this now fifty bucks, man. You can get uh, stuff from Nicaragua, you know, Honduras, Dominican Republic. You can get four or five cigars for for the price of one of those, right? And uh, they're they're very good cigars. So yeah, the quality is the same. Mm. Absolutely. So where do you find right now is the best countries? There, there's, there's basically three main imports. It's going to be Nicaragua, Dominican Republic and Honduras. All said, three of them see. had all three of them have good and bad to them. So right. it just depends on what you like. It's very much like wine, man. You know, it's all personal preference and what, what flavors you like and and how it how it strikes you as you're smoking it. Also it depends on what you're drinking. You know, a lot of that can play a factor too. You know, you get uh, get some big, heavy IPAs on tap, man, and you're not, you're not going to taste anything but that IPA. Right. So so there's matching with cigars. Ab- and, same and thing as his wine, Cool. Absolutely. Wine, same, right. same, same theory. Which is cool Dude. with some
3: of our shows that we do is we do beer pairings with our cigars. So we'll do a tap takeover um, according to what cigar Bill brings in for the evening. So you have a nice flavorful beer, beer or two on tap and then the cigar of choice for the show.
4: Sure. Right on. And that's what you're putting together here at the yeah. Yard, which
5: I, I really dig. So what's right. going on? So Our next,
4: next one's going to be with, uh, with Grand Canyon Brewing and Dragoon Brewing. i so, Dragoon, yes. Absolutely. Nice. absolutely. So. And then, uh, all right, so that's Friday night the 14th with those two.
5: Absolutely. Nice. And that's happening here at the Yard Cigar Bar again. And Chandler, where online can people find you?
4: We're, at, uh, we're on Facebook and Instagram right now. All so right. that's pretty much about it. We have a Twitter account, but we don't tweet. <laughs> we do, too. <laughs> Number one cigar selling right now
5: in, 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 oh. at the Yard Cigar Bar. Is there a... It's a tough, the yard a Cigar?
4: Yeah, the, probably our signature cigar, yeah, the Yard is Cigar. It, is it a yard long? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you put a couple of them together, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. I'm surprised you don't have one, Bill. Come on. Uh, yeah, I we need, like, a, 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 like yeah. a novelty yard cigar. I I, I may. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I may break that out for the 14th roll. How about a know?
5: challenge to roll a yard cigar? Oh, yeah. I'm not sure we're going to want people to <laughs> yeah. do all that. But. We don't want rolling capabilities, are you saying? <laughs> nice, man.
3: You know, he's going to call me tomorrow morning and say that you had a great idea. And he's going to try <laughs> to figure out how to do
5: it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love it. Well, you guys, you guys are preparing for a really big uh, night, September 16th right here. The Yard Fest, where you're really going to open up to a a bigger show than what's going on on the 14th. Want to talk Uh, about that? Absolutely,
4: man. Absolutely. I, uh, you know, we I I partnered up with uh, with Sadi and Airborne Productions, man, and. I'm super stoked about this thing. 16 uh, 16 local breweries out all out here in the yard. Um, it's going to be for a great cause: Arizona Law Enforcement Canine Association. Uh, so we'll be able to help uh, feed some dogs, pay some vet bills, help some officers, that type of thing. It's just going to be a really cool thing, man. We got some really good surprises put together for this event. Um, it's gonna be rad right
5: on man yeah
0: awesome
4: so follow them online and you'll find out more information about these shows as they come
5: along and uh, next next Friday the 14th again is right here for some live acoustic and some art and a lot of fun and good vibes I know that people that are involved in this but you know, that's what you want to be around. It's good people, and that's what it's going to be.
4: Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Check us out on, the, like I said, on Facebook, the Yard Cigar Bar on Facebook, man. All the details are on there, event posters, all that good stuff. So.
5: Right on. And one of the bands performing that night is the Venomous Pinks, and we have Julie from the band with us. We have a drummer yes. right here. Yes. The drummer. Right. I love it. Yes. Have you ever
3: heard or seen the Pinks?
5: I've, well, I've heard them, but like MP3 style. I haven't seen you guys live, Julie, yes. so I apologize, and... And she was like, when I first saw I was like, I haven't seen you guys. I, said, I know you haven't. <laughs> or <So you do. laughs>
11: It's
5: all good. We're, we're going to make that change. I'll tell you that much. But welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. You're right on. So the Venomous Pinks, the guy has been around for a minute. How long have you guys been together?
11: Um, let's see. Seven years.
5: Seven years. All Very right. Good. Yeah, well, we around. formed
11: summer of 2010.
5: All female, right?
11: Yeah. Yeah, we've been all female. Um, two of the original members are still in the band, myself and Drea,
5: the all guitar right. player.
11: Um, so, yeah. Good so job. when
5: replacing the uh, the other rem- members, you wanted to stay all female. Was that kind of the, the yeah?
11: We did. We wanted to keep that um, riot girl momentum and energy going. <laughs> nice, nice. Any, I like it.
5: Any songs about aliens?
11: <laughs> you know, we did write this song called Mantis. That's kind of about an alien, but it's not.
5: <laughs> Do you know, the, you know like, the mantis? What, how, how in what way, though? I want to know how is it, it is, but it's not. How, what does that mean? Well,
11: you know the th- thing with the mantis, right?
5: The praying mantis? Yeah. What thing? Would yeah, kill how, they'll eat at the...
11: how they'll, um, you know, mate, and then, and then the female, like, eats the male's head off. Right. That's totally like an alien.
5: Well, funny you say that. <laughs> there is a theory. Do you have a
7: story, Kevin? I don't have a
5: story, but I heard, and I read online... That there is an actual species of aliens that look like praying mantises. Ah. That they live under the ground in the hollow earth.
7: And because it's on the I'm internet, it next, must be
4: true. I'm writing your next song for you. I just want you to know that. You better <laughs> take notes. If you guys could somehow add cherry involved in that song, it'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, uh,
5: and they eat cherries. Right? <laughs> yeah, right.
7: Break went inside.
5: So you guys are jamming here on the 16th of September. What's your next show so people can check you out? Where can they find you online?
11: Um, Let's see. Uh, Thevenomouspings.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram. I think we have a Twitter. (laughs) Everyone Uh, thinks they have a Twitter. Yeah. That's so funny. Our next show is actually August 24th at, I think, I'm not sure where it's at, so I'm not going to say because I don't want to mess that up. But but it's with uh, GBH and The Casualties. Nice.
5: Spoken like a real true rock punk rock punk band oh, punk rock band that, that's a Club Red show right Is a, a, a Club Red
11: it's either there or for some reason I'm thinking the Rebel Lounge but I'm not right. sure
5: well people can find you online but to find it's out. The,
11: the events all over Facebook and yeah it's circulating on the web so
5: alright so we're gonna, we're gonna uh, thank you for that by the way thank you appreciate it and we're gonna wrap up the show okay but we're gonna wrap up the show with the topic that came out on, on the news this week okay a proposed new military branch would send U.S. troops to guard the galaxy.
7: Interesting.
5: So I don't know if you guys know a lot about the black budget that the government has. That seems that's why hammers cost fifty thousand dollars a hammer, so they can produce these you know uh, programs to have you know uh, a, co- a colony on Mars already. We don't know this, but supposedly that's a theory that there's already a space program out there. So if coming out with in public, saying that, well, why't the military just come out with the space program and we could defend ourselves from that," do you think that's hiding the black budget, And finally, we kind of coming out with the information?
4: I think for $50,000, I got in the wrong business. <laughs>
5: for a hammer? Right. <laughs> cigar, you're on $50,000 ago. There's got to be one out there. There's always someone out there who will buy a $50,000 cigar, there's no doubt. It's true. But I'm saying it's like if these, if these programs are already out there, now they're going to tell you that we have an idea to do a program like this. They've they already
7: been doing it. And what do you
5: know? We can already reach Mars. And it only took a year to hey, get there. You know? hmm. I'm just saying, it's like, what do you think, Sadie?
3: What are they going to do with all the airspace that they're selling right now? Well, what are they protecting us from? So are we going to get through that, though? Like, allegedly, we're supposed to be flying cars soon because they're selling airspace. Right. So with all that, how are we going to get up there to protect anything? Are we going to shoot cars down (laughs) that are allegedly flying (laughs) to go and have some fun on Mars? Like, I mean, where are
5: they going with it? Yeah, I don't know, man. That's the thing. We don't know. What are they guarding? Are they guarding us from asteroids? Dude. Why? Is
7: my theory correct about there's a space war going on, and that's why they chemtrail <laughs> to hide it?
5: Yes, yes, dude. Yeah. You've seen chemtrails, you know what those are. Yeah, apparently, dude. The theory is that it's clouding the sky enough where you don't see a space battle going on. That's mm-hmm. the theory. It clouds it just enough So you can't use that telescope To look and see what's going on
3: That's just kids That got lucky To get hired by NASA That were on paint (laughs) chips As a child
5: (laughs) (laughs) Or as George Carlin Calls them (laughs) Nassholes Just listen to our last show You'll know what I'm talking about
7: I love George
5: Uh, He's the best
7: It's too bad he's
5: gone I know right You guys Thank you so much man
4: Thank you man The Yard
5: Cigar Bar In Chandler It's on Elliot It's just east of Dobson Road Sadie where can people Find your stuff online?
3: Uh, Facebook, Baseball. simple, airborne entertainment, man, easy.
5: Airborne entertainment. Julie, the Venomous Pinks, Thank you so much. Thank John Gallons. Thank Gio. Want to thank Frank. Thanks, Frank. Want to yeah. thank Byron. We want to thank Jason Devore of Authority Zero. Kind of got this thing going on. Started with us. Pretty cool. Everyone out there for everybody,
11: everybody
7: who's been here and today for you guys' and participation. We're excited. Thank you
5: guys for tuning in. It's the Extraterrestrial Rock Show.
7: Aliens
5: with gas. Man.
7: Thank you. Keep watching the skies.